Uh, well, hello everybody out there, music video land, and welcome to another episode of the IMVDB Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam uh, of the internet music video database, and with me as always is Mr. New New York resident, soon to be New York resident, uh, Douglas Klinger. How are you doing, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. I'm, I have a weird. I'm wearing a weird cutoff shirt right now. It's cut off on the sleeves. <laughs> good. That's actually by law that you have to do that. So you're gonna have to read up on that. I think they give you a pamphlet when you enter Brooklyn. Um, right. Even though I'm still in Florida, but it's cool. It was to commemorate Florida. Right. True. Okay. Well. Yep. Um, Florida laws are a little bit more lax. And also with us north of the wall, we have uh, Mr. Whisper slash Mr. Tim Hortons, uh, Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fix. How are you doing, Adam? I'm incredible tonight. Whoa. And Miss Incredible, too. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, usually we get incoherent mumbles or incredible from Adam, so it's an incredible night. Um, and we're continuing our streak of really awesome guests on the podcast because this week we have Jenna and Trip Watt of Watts. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. Hi. Um, and we are having you on the podcast at, on a really good week because this week you guys released pretty amazing video for ropes by annie eve um, which we'll talk about um but if you go to the show notes for this podcast you'll see uh, a link to all of watts videos um, including love and war by metro station time has come by bayside and love sublime by ten snake um so i want to talk a little bit about this ropes video by annie eve uh I, so this is kind of fits into the category of I don't want to say category, but it is one of those videos that has kind of like a, a backwards motion theme to it. Um, but you guys don't really do any sort of the conventional things with it. You guys have a completely different take on it. So I wanted to ask you guys where this concept came from um, and, and kind of how you pitched it to Annie Eve. Yeah. Great. Um, trip, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be completely blunt, I, I wish I had like a really like cool answer for that. Um, I guess to be totally blunt, uh, we, we, I think we, we were kind of, uh, we had a, I guess at the time we had written a couple of treatments that were, we were, we were kind of on like a little like rejection streak for like three in a row. And then we got in the Annie Eve track and, um, actually we like, we heard that song and we were like, oh my God, this is incredible. Um, we really liked the track a lot. Um, and we read the title of it ropes and we were like, you know what? Like after like our few kind of like obscure treatments that were, you know, kind of like rejected, we were like, we should just pitch something that is completely based around the title of the song. And so we just thought about ropes like the whole time we were like, all right, what is the idea that we can come up with, um, revolving around ropes. And we kind of like started with a, started with like a, uh, you know, like a spider diagram of you know ropes and just kind of started listing all these different ideas that we could do around ropes um and we kind of went all over the place for a little bit um but i'm trying to think about how we, we yeah we kind of decided on the gym rope and we were like yeah. let's do a kind of 70s style gym rope and then we kind of went dark for a second which they didn't really like and then we took it down a notch and came up with what we came up with not that uh, I, feel I, like, I don't really, really think it's really dark. It's sort of dark. So it could get darker. Um, <laughs> did the, did the yeah, label so, want you to make it, or the artist kind of make you tone down the darkness a little bit? Yeah, yeah. We had a different idea a little bit. Um, so then they wanted to tone that down and change it up. So we came up with um, 
the girl leaking black ooze. Not that that's like less dark. <laughs> it's still pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess just the answer was that yeah, we were just we were like yeah, let's just see what happens if we just pitch something that's completely based off of the song title. And they it was funny because like, it was like a couple days later we they like wrote back and they were like really in like really into it. So it was we were just kind of laughing about it, but then we were really pumped to uh, take it on because it's really rad track. And climbing a, a rope in gym class is kind of like a one of those like <laughs> classic uh, cinematic moments that you you see in, in a lot of like seventies TV shows and movies and stuff. But it's it's not something at least personally that I ever had to do in gym class. Thank goodness, because I oh uh, you're a lucky man. I, I never in my life would be able to do that at any <laughs> at any point. I mean, yeah. a- Adam's known me since I was like in in seventh grade, and even then had no athletic ability to climb up a rope. So you, uh, I'm assuming you guys have firsthand experience of this process. Uh, Trip did because he grew up in America, but I definitely did not. <laughs> yeah, Jenna grew up in South Africa, so they kind of. Um, we but don't I, climb ropes. They don't climb ropes <laughs> in gym class. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up in in the south, and yeah, we definitely had to. We had many like they would stand there with a the clipboard and kind of like grade us on how you know how fast we could get to the top. So that was yeah, I just kind of like kind of went back to that memory of of having to awkwardly do that in front of our entire gym class and having, you know, a, a gym teacher standing there with the whistle and the stopwatch um, grading us on it. And, like I mentioned, the the backwards motion of this, which yeah. is... Because we're, we're com- kind of coming off of... I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast before. We're, we're coming off of a decade of, like, using uh, backwards motion in music videos to kind of reveal plot points, like the Coldplay, the Scientist yeah. music video, and, like... Most recently yeah. is the best example is Ellis Ball's uh, Alt yep. J Breeze Blocks video, Love and it. It, and in this and in um, the Ropes video, it's 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 not to kind of unveil a plot point. It kind of um, kind of it seems to just add to the to the mystery of it. Can you talk about why you wanted to use that that backwards motion effect? Yeah. Um... Mostly, we wanted to we wanted to use it because we we thought it would look really amazing to have a girl start out completely covered in in black liquid and like we you know how she got there and why she got there and have it leak back up into her um, and then kind of reveal that she's like this cheerleader that why would a cheerleader be covered in black that was kind of like a, sort of a superpower I guess that we thought of that's not really a superpower kind of kind of something I mean, that's anti superpower uh, anti superpower. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we really wanted to actually just have something that's really weird, like start out on screen that's totally like out of the norm and then kind of bring it back out into like a high school and like have her be revealed in the end. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of like starting out with like something and then you're kind of like, you know, like something kind of striking and then like wondering how, you know, how what events led to get, you know, the character there. Um, I also, we, we kind of, when we were writing the treatment for this one, um, I kind of liked the idea that like in the end of the song, it's, you know, it's such an epic like climax of the song that, that at the end of it, it was kind of like, it was almost kind of like an anti-climax in the fact that like, there's no black on her anymore. She's just kind of like convulsing on the floor. It's not like there's a bunch of effects and a bunch of crazy shit going on, but it's kind of like almost the opposite you know you're almost like switching things um like visually and then you know with the audio so it's like in the beginning you have this like crazy makeup and crazy effects and then at the end it's pretty simple 
when the song gets all crazy. So I guess that was something that we were kind of interested in in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of how we thought about it. Yep. And what did you guys use for the, the black goo? It was actually um, glycerin dyed black with um, food coloring. Yeah. What is, what's what's glycerin? What's glycerin? Uh, glycerin yeah. is uh, <laughs> it's very very useful. Um, yeah, I don't even know what it's made of. I know you can make bombs out of it when you when you, go, if you <laughs> we we went to CVS in in LA at like three in the morning and bought like a whole bunch of it. Yeah, like in our PJs, and they were like gave us the weirdest looks buying it because yeah, I guess you can build bombs out of it. I think you can, if you watch, but I think if you watch Fight it, Club, they they buy a bunch of glycerin. They do. Or some shit. Yeah. They do, but I think you uh, can use it for soap, right? Yeah, making soap. Making yeah. soap. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uses for glycerin. It's like a gel, it's like a gel. It I, is. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, and it, it it runs really. Um, okay, well, we actually used a bunch of different things for the black because the last thing when she's totally covered was flour, water, and black dye, which is disgusting. Um, and yeah, we poured it all over that poor girl. It was so gross. Um, but then the glycerin was the, the first stuff that goes on her because it, it rolls really nicely on the skin. It so. rolls slowly. Yeah, the the stuff that's like totally covering her in the beginning of the video is um, it's essentially just homemade non-toxic finger paint. So it's like flour and sugar and water. It's this weird concoction. Then you use like food coloring to dye it black. And but it's it. <laughs> It's non-toxic and it's great because it's really black and then you add glycerin to it to make it kind of shiny. But it starts to like stink after a little bit because it's got like sugar in it. <laughs> and so like, ah, uh, Jesus, I just, uh, I have so much respect for, uh, for Sarah Stunn, our actress, because she was like swallowing this like just horrendously smelling goop <laughs> and was just totally cool with it. And she like, while holding on to a gym rope that was like, burning her like just chafing all the skin <laughs> off her thighs um uh, yeah she was pretty great yeah she was super rad <laughs> how did you how did you find her originally um so we've actually worked with her on a previous video um uh, it was the moon taxi video um so we worked with her on that and then she auditioned for the same for the ropes video so we just really we really love her and she's she has such a great um you know presence on screen so yeah wanted totally. to use her again yeah it's we we actually held like a huge casting call for it and went through um through a lot of great actresses that came out um but yeah at the end of the day we just um imagine sarah we, we were both like <laughs> thinking of sarah the whole time but hadn't even thought to call her out to the casting call and we were like oh my god and we called her up and she sent us like a video um a video um audition like, audition yeah. yeah and yeah it was great so who was on the yeah, video audition <laughs> it was her throwing up black goo <laughs> and and yeah i was I, when actually after i excuse me after i asked that question i was like if only there was a site that listed people's credits on music videos and you can see what other videos they had been in. and i can see here she was on the uh the 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 new black moon taxi and also in collect call by metric directed by christopher mills she was, yeah, yeah. She's a pretty great actress. Going back a little bit to the um, reverse stuff that we were talking about, there's all these moments where you kind of um, 
focus on people in the kind of in the stands and stuff and there's like every time i watch this video uh i'm still surprised by the the backwards effect and then i'm reminded like oh yeah that's that's backwards that's why those headphones floated back up to his ear and uh <laughs> so, so uh, like uh, i'm curious did you guys like know ahead of time what you were going to focus on with these people and did you kind of uh hope that it was going to have an in this it kind of impact that it had yeah we did know what they were going to be doing um, beforehand, uh, we definitely, um, we definitely knew about the the girl that was gonna be uh, well the coach because I think he's one of my favorites um, the and the jump rope yeah. guy. Um, and then I don't know if you noticed, but John Like was the guy that had his uh, shoe on fire. Shoe on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah, somebody who's yeah. been on this podcast before. He has. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's um, a good friend of ours. Um, he was in the um, the washed out videos. Phenomenal and David Altavilla's videos. So uh, yeah, I feel like we definitely knew that the people in the stands. Uh, we definitely wanted them to have a certain, just a small movement that was really going to show that the video was going. Uh, I guess kind of accent that the video was going backwards. Um, I'm glad that you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, I think we ended up throwing, like, the bear, uh, the bear that's, like, taking off its head. That was, like, that was just one of the production assistants. The jump roper was, was a production PA. assistant. I, like, gave him a pair of shorts and was, like, jump in there, you know. <laughs> like we, Even the guy with the headphones was another production assistant. Like, it was it was very, uh, it was pretty low budget, so we kind of had to, like. Yeah, throw everybody in it. Figure things out, you know, as they kind of rolled out. That's a and, pretty and, serious. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Doug. I was just gonna um, talk about the the visual effects uh, um, trip. That that was you, right? The um, at the beginning of the video. That's right. Um, and so, what kind of like, like what was the kind of approach to that thing? Did you like was that all shot green screen? How did that work out? Yeah. Um, oh man. Well, it's kind of a funny story. We um, so we actually um, you know the track was it was you know we really liked the track and we really liked our idea that we pitched the budget was very low for this video but um to we kind of realized early on the only way we were going to actually be able to see this video happen was if we produced it as well so we, we ended up producing and directing it which is pretty pretty brutal but fun um so we uh we actually on the shoot date um the, our the production house we rented all the equipment from ended up delivering everything like an hour and a half late so we started out an hour and a half late which was like brutal at the time and then you know we were shooting we were shooting we we're shooting then we got up to the last thing we were going to film on the second half of the day was all the uh was all the blue screen shots because she's wearing a green uniform and um the the crew went in and um started unpacking everything you know unpacking for the uh for the blue screen shot and we realized that we we had a green screen. <laughs> we got delivered a green screen, and um, and it was a Sunday, so the, the the house actually wasn't technically open that day. Um, so it was oh my god, man, it was a crazy nightmare trying to get a hold of people to get a blue screen out. So it was we were originally supposed to shoot a lot of the stuff actually outside of the location to get some like you know like some stuff like you know in the actual environment. But um, just with timing and everything, we um, we ended up shooting everything on blue screen, and I'm I'm actually well, we ended up shooting it on green screen, and we had to rotoscope some stuff. Yeah, but you know, you just kind of make do. You um, we shot some on green screen as they were delivering the blue screen, and then when the blue screen got there, we shot the stuff we needed on blue screen, and um, just uh, ended up kind of doing the whole blue screen thing for the beginning of it, which um, yeah, which I'm actually. 
at the time I was really stressed out about it, but now I'm, I feel like it kind of worked out. Yeah. And, um, Tripp actually filmed, um, the, I guess the, the scenes where, um, what she's green screened onto, he went out and filmed those like, um, mountainscapes and everything. And he got <laughs> terrible, terrible poison oak. He was covered <laughs> I for weeks. something. Um, it was so gross. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think I, like, I was like, tri- like running around just, you know, with no time trying to film stuff with this like rented camera. And at, I came back and I was like editing for like, you know, just not sleeping, editing, editing, editing. And but I, I was, was like, I was scratching the whole time, yeah. but I wasn't thinking about it. I was like editing and scratching. And then like I turned in the first cut and then I like looked at my legs and my body and I was like, what the f- fuck has happened to me i've got like boils everywhere i just hadn't noticed them i was like in, I don't oh, know, I was it was in the, it was so gross in the zone but, where did you where did yeah. you shoot those uh those outdoor scenes um uh i just on a that was shot on a tslr with a rented lens but it was where was it but, oh, oh where was it oh it was um Oh, so we live in LA. You'd, we just drove. If you kind of just drive up the two, uh, like thirty minutes north of where we live, it's just like, you know, there's no cell phone service and it's all mountains. It's awesome. It's great, but don't shoot there because you will get poison oak. You yeah, will I, get poison yeah. oak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came. I had been on a uh, commercial shoot for three days, and I came home, and I looked at. Trip was busy editing. He goes, something's wrong. And I looked at his face, and it was just all swollen. I was like, oh, my God, yes, something's wrong. It was so horrible. I, know, I, get, I get two in the zone, and I just don't even, you know, just forget to eat, forget to shower, forget to poison <laughs> ivy everywhere. <laughs> Adam so, Alexander, uh, never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry, Adam. I was going to say something dumb about Ellen Alexander. You were going to say that Adam Alexander was chronic? Chronic poison oak. Something about that. I was gonna, I was gonna put him on the spot. Say he had a great poison oak story. See if he could come up with something. Oh well. Next, next well, time. Well, I was gonna ask. Uh, we were talking about this before we got on the uh, on the call here because you guys kind of have a or, or maybe we just haven't found the correct information yet. Um, we're wondering oh. what your relationship to each other is because you're Jenna Watt and Trip Watt. Yeah, you grew yeah. up. So, what, yeah, you grew up in the U.S. and South Africa. Could you just explain that relationship a little bit? That's yeah. fine. That's what everyone always asks. That's what... It's a big mystery. It is a big. We mystery. always joke that we're like the white stripes. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys definitely have a mag white jack white thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Trip and I are married. Um, we met. We started animating and working together in high school. So we've been yeah. together a long time. <laughs> yeah. I owe yeah, uh, Adam know. Alexander five bucks. Oh, oh <laughs> nice! Because we because we were split on whether maybe you were exactly like uh, Jack and Meg White, if you were siblings or if you were married. So there we go. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, we met in high school, um, and then just uh, I was kind of getting into animation in senior year, and then um, Jen and I started dating, and just. Um, you know, take my dad's camera and go down to the basement and just start filming shit. You know, doing little stop motion animations. We we all of our early stuff is all stop motion, um, and then we kind of started getting into live action once we, you know, kind of realized that stop motion is very time consuming. Yeah, for, the, for most of the briefs that come our way would just not give us the time to do stop motion. Um, I hope one day that we'll get briefs that will give us more time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we kind of moved into that realm. 
um, you know, about a year ago, a couple years ago. And um, one one thing I wanted to ask you about on an un, unrelated to uh, relationship note is you guys were uh, one of the videos at Sprockets this year. Is that right? That's, That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Well, How did you guys find out about Sprockets? Um, well, I mean, I grew up in uh, I've I've grown up in the South, um, like Tennessee and South Carolina and Georgia and Texas. I've kind of grown up all over those places. So Athens is a place that I've spent some time. Um, the band that the video was for is for a band called Moon Taxi, and they're based out of Nashville. Um, so yeah, I've just I've known about Sprockets for a couple of years now, and um, yeah, when we did that video, I just kind of thought it would fit for the festival, and you know, we submitted it and, and got in, which was cool for us. Sweet, yeah, I, vo I voted for you guys for the fan for the fan vote. Oh books. man, just, saying, no, just so you know, it's just you know, it's everybody in the audience who votes, so my vote. Is uh is is only worth one of I mean there was like <laughs> there's a bunch of people there That's incredible thank but you but I did I, I you guys got a vote and so oh, I I uh, <laughs> and now and now if Adam Fairholm says it he's gonna seem like he just made it up so that, <laughs> yeah. well I feel like I owe you five bucks now no no, <laughs> yeah. no it was a genuine vote it lots of five lots oh, of fivers you. exchanging hands. Five uh, bucks going all around this podcast. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're both at uh, we're both at uh, Sprockets, and as soon as because the name Watts is so memorable, as soon as they came up on the screen, I was like, oh, I, I know that name like really well, um, which was awesome. So uh, oh, yeah. great! That's, uh, that's very good to know. <laughs> um, it's kind of got the. Have you, you guys are familiar with the the Daniels. Yeah, yep. yeah. You guys are like the last name version of the Daniels, where the Daniels are the first name. <laughs> That's name true. I feel, like, I, I feel like the Daniels. We, uh, I feel like I've never actually had a conversation with them, but I've been at numerous parties and like after parties, where I'll look over, like everyone will be like dancing or something, or, or like everyone will be hanging out, and one of the Daniels is just dancing all by themselves, like just, <laughs> well, like, just totally dancing. Yeah. And you're yeah. Like, what is that guy doing over there? Oh, it's one of the Daniels. <laughs> yeah. It's exact... so much fun. Yeah. yeah. The, and it'd probably be the exact dance moves from Turn Down for What, too. Like, it, uh, yes. take it directly <laughs> from the dance floor and put it to that music video. Um, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I yeah. think in terms of like Daniels' interactions, my only one has been trying to find an ATM in one of the South by Southwest venues <laughs> with. with, with, with with uh, one of the Daniels, so yeah, I think I, of all the Daniel stories, I've got the most boring one. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> because because it doesn't even end happily. We did it. Nobody found an no, ATM. No ATMs, no, and all oh. the food trucks that's, only took cash. It's stupid, yeah. stupid cash only food trucks. It's a good uh, cash only food trucks. I feel like that's like every story of South by Southwest is just like <laughs> wandering around, like not really knowing what you're doing. I feel like that every time I've caught, it's like. Just not knowing where I'm going. I don't know. That's my whole life, but also there. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I'll just say every time I've gone to South by, I've slept in my car. So uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so so should we uh, should we chat about some of these music videos that came out this week? Other than other than the roast video, there was a few others. Yeah. Well, actually, one yep. more thing I wanted to ask because because you guys mentioned you were on a, a streak of. Um, kind of not being able to do videos and then this ropes video came along and it's gotten a lot of positive press um yeah has that kind of spurred your interest a little bit more in the music video f uh format i mean i'm pretty much always interested in the music video format i, I you know i mean I'll, I'll pretty much write on 
I mean, we like writing on we, almost we, anything. Yeah, you know, we write a lot. I, yeah, even if it's like something that doesn't, you know, if we're like, oh, well, this wouldn't really be like if they looked at our, you know, if the label looked at our videos and there's no way that they would hire us to do it, we'll still write on it just because it's, I don't know, we're pretty much down for trying anything, which is always fun. But um, would you be yeah, down no, for writing much... on Grindin' by Lil Wayne featuring Drake? By Lil Wayne. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's cool. cool. Lynn's a very interesting character. Um, so we, yeah. so yeah, oh, like man. Doug mentioned, uh, there we'll we'll talk about a few other music videos from this week. And this has been a super weird week. Our list of videos has some really fucked up stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but we should mention that if you want to go to the show notes, um, go to imvdb.com/podcast. This is episode one twenty-five, and we'll have all the links including um, the Watts page on IMVDB where you can see um, the Ropes video as well as many others. Um, and if you go to your profile, you guys have taken out, you guys have managed your profile and you have tons of links on there, which is awesome. Um, oh, good. Including your website, Twitter, Facebook, many other things. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, there are a lot of, and and this is at the point of the podcast where we bring Adam Alexander back into the fray. Adam, yeah. are you doing all right, Adam? I think I'm all right. Yeah. How many wh- how many whiskeys did you have during that interview? All all of the whiskeys. Had all the whiskeys. <laughs> all of them. All the Trader Joe's whiskeys. Yeah, what, I really want to. So, in my Trader Joe's, you can only buy beer and wine. I'm super interested to go to a Trader Joe's and walk out with a bottle of Trader Joe's branded whiskey because literally everything in my household is branded Trader Joe's except for the whiskey. So. Now it's important. Oh yeah. To, it's important to remind everyone that we talked about Trader Joe's whiskey before we were recording this <laughs> podcast. So anybody <laughs> listening to this has got no idea what we're talking about. Other, I mean, they're on board with it because everyone loves Trader Joe's whiskey I'm, I would assume uh, and so but yeah they don't no one has a reference for that so in case you're wondering listeners we were talking about Trader Joe's whiskey before and now you know and now they're up to yep. speed uh, that that does that's not really related to this grinding grinding video. Uh, I don't think they, I, they there was probably some some alcohol on tour with Lil Wayne and Drake. They went on tour together. Um, yeah, just, over the look. past few months. But I don't think they were have they were rocking Trader Joe's whiskey on tour with them. I'll, I would hope not. Allow me to intro this video a little bit because Please. we're going to be talking about a few videos on this podcast episode. But this video has a special place in my heart because it is uh, a. Tour video, I guess, would be yep. charitable um, to call it that. Uh, following Lil Wayne featuring Drake on this track about grinding, so it is kind of appropriate that it is a, it is a tour video. Um, but it is directed by DJ Scoob Doo, and this is one of those um, directors uh, who, if you're deep into music video world, you might be familiar with. He has done. Uh, a number of these videos in this style, including probably most popularly, uh, "Did It On 'Em" by Nicki Minaj in 2011. Very, was... very famous Nicki Minaj video. Yeah. Wait, wait, which, I'm sorry. Which one did he do by Nicki Minaj? Uh, well, you've never did, heard did... of it, definitely, because like, <laughs> I did not before looking at his. Oh, well, I really did. It's famous in my heart. It's it's called "Did It On 'Em." It's uh, she brags. <laughs> okay. She brags a lot in the song, and she's you know she I did it on 'em is kind of how she says it. Yeah. Uh, it. To give it some context, I think at one point she rhymes with "shit it on 'em." It s- seems like it fits i don't remember specifically but uh but yeah but this, he does he does these tour videos but this music video is a like mishmash of all sorts of crazy shit and and, and yeah. like midway through it you're wondering if it's even an official video it's that crazy um but i know Doug is not a, a fan 
fan of a lot of weird what huh Uh, a lot of weird uh, a lot of weird stock footage mixed in let's not forget that or yeah and like title kind of like uh preset or maybe i don't know if it's preset but like a lot of titles there's like maybe four or five title sequences in this um and they and they can't land on an aspect ratio no no (laughs) there's all over the place with that but are you are you guys? I mean, I'm a, I'm a little Wayne fan from the 2008 era. I know Doug is not. Um, are you guys little Wayne fans? Um, you know, honestly, I've not really listened to much of his stuff, but so I, <laughs> I feel like I don't really have like the best opinion on it. But I don't know. I, I, there's something about that dude that I remember. He like I remember reading some interview about him that he like whenever he's getting inspiration for his albums, he just goes to like Amsterdam and like holes up in a hotel and like smokes a whole bunch of weed for like you know three weeks and just writes everything. And I remember reading that and being like, that's kind of interesting. Like that's kind of cool. I, I I could see that if I was like a musician like doing something like that. But I don't know. I've never really listened to his. I've never really listened to much of his stuff. That's that's it's a relatable. It's a relatable thing though that he. That he has like a, an actual process, and it isn't like that's that's interesting that that you were drawn to that because yeah, that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. But the um, but yeah, I I don't I don't I don't know if there was that same process to put behind this music video. Uh, this, yeah, this seemed like a this seems like a lot of footage thrown in, and then they put some smoke in front of it. Well, uh, if you are yeah. a fan of the two thousand eight era, Lowen, you may remember a documentary called The Carter, which follows mm-hmm. him. Um, on his tour for probably his biggest album, The Carter Three, yeah. released in 2008. This has a lot of kind of similarities with it, and it also reminded me of the uh, Jay Z Kanye West video for I don't know N Words in Paris or whatever, however you say right. it, um, um, which has m- much higher production values, but kind of mixes this kind of recorded track with live uh, rap performance. And also, in all these videos, they always feature the audience members but it always feels like the audience is made up exclusively of 22 year old white girls <laughs> yeah that's very true <laughs> yeah very true yeah they find they find them in the audience well at, 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 to be fair they they probably make up a large portion of the audience they're they're not few and far between at um and anywhere well, I would also like to point your attention to, and I'm sending this to you guys over Skype here. Um, there, in like midway through the video, there is an interstitial um, that has the title, but also has these like cartoon drawings of Little Wayne <laughs> and Drake, which is to me the most salient point of the video. And I'm just gonna wait for this to load because I want everybody to see this. It's worth it. I want you guys to to, to kind of look it in the eye. It's also like it's also at it it's also at two fifty five. If because anyone watching this didn't get the file that Adam just sent, or it'll so. be in the show notes as well. You can link it up. Okay, there. but two fifty five. You know what it reminds me of, Adam is our. Uh, is the cartoon that um, that Dom did for us with the the Cameron Duddy story? Sure, yeah, we'll link to that as well. We'll link to that in the show notes because this is just like that. And if you like, if you like this but better, re- watch our stuff. Um, so yeah, th- this video is weird. I put it on here because of that because I because I, I didn't like it. Um, Adam Alexander. Yes. Who who <laughs> is who's your favorite, Drake or Lil Wayne? Uh, you know, probably Drake. But, like Drake. but I mean, Lil Wayne's got some jams. I too. too, I too like Drake better. I'm a new fan of Drake's. I haven't always been, but I like Drake now. Uh, 
he was he brags a lot and i and i and i relate to that um <laughs> what let's move on to bo burnham repeat stuff how about it you guys is everyone cool with that i thought it was killer yeah I like yeah. Too. yeah see i'm on that team i don't think the adams are with us adams you guys didn't like this video well hold Maybe. on for reasons though but hold yeah. on before we for anybody who hasn't seen it we should explain about the yeah. video a little bit um so this is bo burnham um if you remember many many podcast episodes ago like podcasts like, like a hundred hundreds of hundred episodes ago we had duncan skiles on the podcast who directed one of bo burnham's first official music videos um for words 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 off of his words 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 album it's basically Bo Burnham's first music video that like wasn't self-shot in his bedroom. Right. Um, and since then, Bo Burnham has done a ton of stuff. Um, he's written a book of poetry, I believe. Um, yeah. He's done a lot of cool stuff on Vine. And now he has this uh, repeat sub video, um, which is sort of a parody, I guess, of the kind of Justin Bieber One Direction videos. I, I... You guess this is a, a parody of Justin? <laughs> he does a flawless a flawless Justin Bieber impersonation in this movie. <laughs> and you're guessing that it's Justin Bieber. He's got the mannerisms down so perfectly. And this is a, it's a music video that we we staff picked over here. And and it, for me, it was largely on the merits of that impersonation because it's it's remarkable how well he got those mannerisms down. And he's got the kind of blondish hair uh, look to him, you know, he he kind of fits into this world a little bit. Uh, and and we should mention this comes from Bo Burnham's album What, which is a stand-up album, but then has uh, some like some music at the end of it, uh, kind of like Jim Jimmy Fallon used to do. For all you Jimmy Fallon fans, but Jenna and Trip, I'm interested what you got like uh, like what you guys thought thought of this video, both from like a technical perspective and and a content perspective. Uh, I I personally like I I liked it once the satanic messages came into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when those visuals came over, we were like, yeah. Yeah, the like satanic dubbing <laughs> and stuff, and the, yeah, that that was when I was immediately like, oh shit, I like where this is going. Yeah, they did something a little different. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it spoke to me, I guess. Yeah, because you had you do, there is stuff like this out there, right? But but that not not with those elements. Yeah, because it wasn't like total. I mean, like I like if it was just total parody of like somebody playing the whole like boy band scenario. Like I get it, but I don't know. I liked how it started taking this like super dark turn, and then near the end of it, he was like, I think he had some like contacts in or something. Yeah, and he, yeah, like, he did. Was playing this like satanic character. I just kind of liked how that sort of got brought into it. Um, but yeah, and I think it's a good way of like. You know, they did a good job of making a song that, like, I mean, you would, I don't know, I, I can't imagine ever driving around listening to a song like that. But, like, I definitely watched the whole video. We did watch the whole video, yeah. so it was great. Yeah. Listen to this song while driving. And, yeah. Uh, to South by Southwest, so lots of connections. Um, but sometimes you listen to weird stuff when you, when you go on long road trips. Um, the, another element I really liked about it is the ending uh, where he literally like sneaks into a girl's room and, and like tears her heart out. That's, <laughs> yep. that's, that's pretty fucked up. Like it gets, yeah. it gets super dark. So yeah, you, it, you get yeah. a payoff for sticking around all five minutes. Uh, um, so what didn't you, the Adams like about it? Well, some. My thing, basically, I knew the song. I'd watch the stand-up, and I really like Bo Burnham. And if I had to visualize a, a, a video that would go along with this song, it would be exactly this. 
and I think that's where I just felt a little underwhelmed because I and I knew the Satan bits like if you were to put them in a video it would probably be something like what they did so that that was for me <laughs> a little underwhelmed I thought could have been a little different but still good I didn't hate it so from this Adam's perspective <laughs> um, so my my kind of beef with Bo Burnham is that he tends to get very super sincere to the point of uncomfortableness and I know that's kind of part of his stand-up act mm-hmm. um, where you know it, it kind of veers into like social commentary and everybody kind of gets a little bit uncomfortable and I think he definitely kind of revels in that but I think this is just a, this kind of veers on a little bit too sincere for me um, and like uh, something that is along the same lines, but I think is a little bit more successful in this is the song that never had a music video, but is is basically the same idea, and that's um, a song called "Pop Song" by Jean Lajoie, uh, which we'll link to in the show notes, and uh, is basically the same thing, kind of like talking about how the song that they're that they're currently singing is a pop song, and here are the different kind of contrived elements. Uh, I, I just for some reason it just kind of didn't get to a place where I felt like they were doing anything kind of new with the format uh, and Bo Burnham kind of negatively works against that with his with his constant need to be earnest and you see that in like the heart kind of scene there he always kind of tends toward these like really super visual like literal metaphors um, but anyway that's just the Adams. You don't have to listen to the Adams. No, you definitely don't have to listen to the Adams. But that that is an interesting point about Bo Burnham's earnestness. Now, I am one who is drawn to that, but it is definitely something that he that he's doing consciously, and he does like there is like an. It's not just like oh, I'm making fun of pop songs. Like he is kind of making an underlying message that like corporations are taking advantage of us through the taking advantage of of kids through this type of stuff but i'm i'm cool with having that extra message in there i'm on board with it and uh and so are five hundred thousand people so how can they be wrong uh let's move on to pup mabu pup mabu uh adam alexander was very enthusiastic about this video this week so i'm gonna have adam alexander tell us a little bit about it Sure. Uh, I love this video. Pup's a cool, uh, a cool band from Toronto. Uh, they're kind of, uh, um, they're punk. They're a punk band. And uh, this video, basically, um, the setup is uh, one of the members is going to take uh, a car that I- I'm assuming was a family vehicle because he mentions that him and his sister both had some uh, some attachment to this vehicle. And uh, I guess the car is on its last uh, limbs, and they're gonna basically they're gonna trash it and then bring it into uh, a derby and just have it just demolished. And uh, and that's what they do. They uh, first they just do crazy shit like pour cereal in the trunk and uh, throw TVs at it, and uh, and then they take it out to the destruction derby. And and remember, I actually kind of thought that was cool how he actually drove it and as it was getting demolished. And uh, and then they have a funeral for the car, and I thought it was uh, a hilarious video, really, really good. And I think they, I yeah, I think they smash it going in. I think you need to kind of do that for the demolition derby. I think it's very important. Uh, I was uh, initially didn't think I was going to like this video as much as I did, and it's also important to note that he comes in second place with this car. The song is <laughs> written. The song is written about the car, and. Um, he comes in second place, and it's like very, 
it is like a very epic ending for this car and he like screams I love you right before a car another car like zooms into it <laughs> and you think everyone's gonna die and and uh and it was just like a like very vicious the way he, the the dudes getting smashed up in this car like you could tell he was not having fun driving this car around this derby and uh, I I just like the the kind of genuineness of everything like it really felt like they cared for this car a lot and like enough to first write a song about it and then kind of give it this kind of funeral by music video um, uh, so yeah I I really liked like this and and was super drawn to that stuff. I will present the opposing viewpoint. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. So, first of all, was anybody else disturbed by the fact that they were keeping live animals in their derby car? <laughs> oh, the, I was wondering at the end when they took the gecko out of it, but they didn't take any no, turtles out. Yeah, what happened to the, the turtles? Okay, what well, happened to the turtles? <laughs> I think that I think that we are to assume that they saved everybody mm. because they saved that thing. I don't. And also, we are. I assumed that those animals didn't live actually live there forever. That they that this was <laughs> yeah. part of it. They pour the cereal back there first, and then I think they like ceremoniously yeah. give a gecko a home in it. I don't know. I thought it was sweet. Eat the breakfast out of the car all the time. Either they, they just did some crazy stuff. For right. Us. I'm on the. I'm on the Adams. All right. You don't. You you don't have to listen to the Adams. But if it's a Doug and an Adam, you have to listen. <laughs> and and me and Adam Alexander uh, are are always right. Wait. And so I'm not crazy. Trip and Jenna, you guys caught the fact that they put turtles in the console, and then those turtles yeah. were never referenced again. They were never right. referenced again. Yeah, turtle soup. Yeah, that was I, I. It's kind of like if your parents stop the old yeller before it ends. So <laughs> don't know the old yeller gets killed. I'm gonna live with that lifestyle and just assume that those turtles, like the fact that he saves the gecko, is like a blanket action to represent savior of all. Not just all animals in that car. All geckos are straight forever. They're never gonna get. <laughs> Nothing's ever happening to geckos. <laughs> but it wasn't a gecko, it was a chameleon. I'm sorry. <laughs> These directors are so much shit for not showing what shot of pulling turtles out of a car. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, really, we're being... I thought about it, though. That was the first thing. I did. So did I. What happened to the turtles? I thought <laughs> I definitely I'm thought about it. I don't think it's the kind of video where you look for a continuity errors. Really? I don't know. You think? I think you always look. No. Well, if you establish the turtle character, you got to have some resolution. What happened right. to the turtle? Is he just sitting there? And the because they crushed the car. At the I can love the turtle. Let's okay. I still love the video too. But yeah, you're right. I had an emotional attachment to the turtle, and they don't, they don't <laughs> tell me what happens to it. Let's talk about another thing I have an emotional attachment to, and that's the crazy stuffed animal in the Girl Got a Gun video. Uh, by Tell <sighs> another video that I staff picked that sounds like Adam Fairholm is upset with that I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Adam Fairholm, why don't you tell us about this video? Uh, first of all, I'm not upset that you staff picked it. It's just that this week, and I think everybody on this podcast will agree. Like usually, we're talking about like Ariana Grande videos and like Iggy Azalea, and now we're talking about a stuffed. Like a, a, a some man in a stuff in an elephant costume that has a full on penis that shoots ping pong balls. I mean, it's just a very different uh, oh, turn yeah, that we've that's taken. A, that was brilliant. 
It is brilliant, <laughs> and that's a that is not a man in a suit. That is a that is an, a thing in this video. Living creature. That's a creature. <laughs> that's a creature that does these things in real life. Um, and what, uh, what video was this again? This is the Say Lou Games for Girls. Yeah. No, this is Tokyo Hotel. Girl got a gun. Oh, fuck. Um, Tokyo. So uh, so yeah. So the there is no real plot to this, but it takes to place in the American West, I believe. Um, maybe the South. Yeah, maybe the South. Um, but yeah, there is a uh, elephant creature which, which with a large penis with testicles and everything um, that shoots penis or, or sorry shoots uh, <laughs> shoots ping pong balls out of its uh, uh, um, junk. Out yeah, of his junk. There we go. Thank you guys are helping me along here, which is nice. Um, and he's and, got a angry girlfriend. He dumps her with a note. Yeah. He dumps yeah. her with a note, and then her and her friends fucking. Get him back for being a dick in like a really epic, colorful. Wow, I did not get that at all. <laughs> oh, you missed that scene? Oh, yeah, there's a plot here. I was like, what do you mean there's no plot? So she, there's like a note on the girl's door that said, uh, like, I'm dumping you or we're breaking up or something. And then she, they go find him and fucking murder him, which is like a, a weird turn um, from like being. They're, like, they're maybe, they're kind of like alien like. Ladies, alien-like ladies. They're, co- yeah. they're colorful. I'm a fan of the ladies. The ladies oh, yeah. are very powerful, and it's and it's like g- animated GIF style. Although I don't right. know if if they actually did it or if it's or if they're glitching the footage. I think maybe both. I think they were glitching the footage. I feel like, but it looked good. Yeah, yeah I, I honestly just like the. I mean, this is like one of those videos. I feel like 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 the actual like way that they shot everything made it is like what made it rad like that every shot was you know i think every isn't like almost every shot in that video is like Super locked still, off yeah yeah and then there's like some kind of motion taking place and like every shot was totally composed to where you know everything in the background was like perfectly balanced i don't know there was some kind of way that all of that worked together that i thought made the videos you know s- super memorable i mean i kind of feel like if it was you know, shot in, you know, like another way, it maybe would have just been one of those videos you would have skimmed over, but the fact that kind of how they executed everything looked, I thought really brought it all together. Right. Yeah, and that's, I think that, I think you needed that or else it would, it would look, feel like this is a guy in a suit, but because of yeah. how composed everything is, it's like, okay, th- like because of how real this, this world feels almost or deliberate it feels and like this is also a, a real thing. And, th- and, and this is one of those videos uh, directed, uh, directed, edited, produced, and shot all by the same guy, uh, Chris, right. Mo- Chris Moyes, uh, who obviously is a fucked up dude. Because this- well, you know how for a lot of people they are there's that famous thing I think Alfred Hitchcock said when he said a lot of people have told him that they they can see the knife going into I can't remember the actress's name in the shower scene scene in Psycho when. That never actually happens. It's all through the editing. And I feel like with this video, I feel like in my head I can see the ping pong ball coming out of the, the <laughs> that uh, creature's penis. When I'm sure it never actually happened. I'm sure it's just the, the skill of the editing. It's your imagination. Um... <laughs> let's let's bring this to what you want to happen. Uh, let's since you're complaining that we're not talking about Ariana Grande or pop videos, let's talk about a pop video. Let's talk about "All About You" by our girl and yours, Hilary Duff, uh, de- directed by Declan Whitebloom. Um, we we were n- not so 
we we said that some nice things, but we also had some criticisms of the last Hillary Duff video. Um, uh, do we have the same criticisms of this one? Well, before we should say anything, we should say that Declan Whitebloom has been on this podcast. We before. should say that, and and makes fantastic music videos. Makes fantastic pop music videos, usually with a female lead, such as a Hillary Duff, where he's made uh, several fantastic Taylor Swift videos, including "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together Again." Um, and I think the first thing people might notice about this video is the product placement, because there is a lot of yeah. cell phone product placement toward the beginning. I don't know. I, in term, if you're gonna, loves, what's that? She loves that phone. She shows everyone. <laughs> Yeah, but in terms of product placement, I think this was pr- done pretty well. If you're gonna do it, you gotta embrace it. I don't. I feel like why hide it, you know? Um, I agree. Why have it blend in? Because then the uh, advertiser's not gonna like that. Well, I'm sure they can like <laughs> it, but but I mean, you know, they, there's there's no hiding it at the beginning of this video that it is. It's. Be- I mean, there are certain things that look like a commercial for a phone in the beginning of this video, which is fine. I mean, videos at the pay for themselves I and mean, we have that great joke joel cafali uh commentary on the katie perry this is how we do video where when the skype little thing comes up where katie perry is video calling someone you know joel cafali says there's skype paying the bills i mean you gotta pay the bills somehow yeah so so what did you think though of the style and the on the vibe and and what we thought about this video for hillary duff because we get to we get to say that kind of thing hmm Jenna and Trippy, have you guys have you guys seen a uh, Hillary Duff video before this one? Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hillary Duff fan. I, I mean, I used to watch Lizzie McGuire, so. Um, but yeah, I actually, you know, I actually kind of like this one. I, I, it was just, I mean, it's a pop video, but I think, you know, she looked really good, and I think I, I, I just feel like they pulled off a pop video well, so. I don't know. I I don't know if there's much to say, but I I liked it for what it was. This video felt really. Did anybody feel like it was dark? Just looked dark. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and they're also filming at, and you guys are in LA, right? Right. Yeah. They're they're filming at this location that I see constantly in music videos, like this giant like uh, reservoir kind of area. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, our, it's the LA River. That's our beautiful river. Oh really? Oh sweet. <laughs> Yeah, this I think reservoir. It's in too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah, seems like a popular cool. film location, though. It yeah, is. It's yeah, it's in Drive. It's in a whole bunch of yeah, movies. Yeah, Drive, Grease. Um, it's every, every like yeah, every like twentieth music video. And now, all about you by Hillary Duff. Director but it's 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 yeah. it's. it's uh, I think the darkness also, Adam. If it might be coming from the maybe just because compar- comparatively to Chasing the Sun, which is her last video. It's like incredibly bright and and rich, and this one is definitely you know a lot more like uh, like darker and and a little bit more washed out. So it's definitely got that look. I, I it it feels I our complaints of the last Hillary Duff video was that uh, if I recall were that it her, her the video hadn't matured much from her previous kind of run at being a pop star which was several years prior uh this this video definitely feels more grown up than the last one right even though that video shows her like in an office environment and stuff like this this feels like a pop video for a pop artist her age who's trying to appeal to the audience that she's appealing to right right sure I agree. and Adam, hold Adam, on Alexander. does does amazon have a phone 
<laughs> I, I'm, I ask the exact same question. Yeah, maybe this, maybe this is advertising in motion because I had no clue that it, it, is it, nice. I knew they had a kin, the Kindle Fire, right? Or the Kindle yep. Amazon Kindle. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's also the good, that could be the name of our podcast. Is Amazon have a phone? <laughs> Amazon has a phone. Um, yeah. I mean, what what do you guys normally think of like product placement in videos? I mean, I I kind of feel like uh, I think it was the. I could be wrong. Was it the Wiz Khalifa video? Uh, it was like Weed and Boys or something that they 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 had the product placement of that like I guess it was like that i that speaker the iPod player or something. The Beats, the the beats player. Yeah, the Beats player. Yeah, and it yeah. was like I liked the fact that they just got it out of the way in like the first shot. It was like the first shot you just see the player, and then that's over with, and then they just start the whole video. Like that... I, I feel like if I had to do product placement, I mean that that would be one of my approaches would be just stick it in the beginning or stick it in the end really quick and then just get over it. The interesting uh, but... thing about that video is I believe that product placement uh, is the reason that video has cuts because so what happens is it starts um, on Wiz Khalifa like it's like a it's a steady cam shot show yeah. Wiz Khalifa there and then they and then they cut to a close up of the phone in his hand and then it cuts back to what appears to be that same steady cam shot and then it's one shot for like 3 minutes straight yeah which is that shot again and then and then at the very end of the video it has additional cuts too which I think that they just put in there cuz they were like well fuck it we got to cut to this product placement like it seemed like that was something that came later I don't know I'm I'm speculating now but it's interesting yeah. that that's the the one that you use I I definitely think for pop videos that particularly Wiz Khalifa and 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 Hillary Duff and and Katy Perry that you you got to almost expect some kind of product placement yeah. in there for at least Miley beats Cyrus. yeah Miley Cyrus too and anyone anyone affiliated with Interscope obviously but um as well uh so I yeah I'm not surprised by that stuff I do think um uh, as the video starts to get more artistic and you start to look for more artistic merit in a video, I think sometimes uh, product placement could end up sticking out more. But yeah, yeah. the pop stuff, shove it in there. Well, there was that uh, news. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember if it was this week or last week. Kind of a rumor that leaked out because, you know, Apple bought Beats. Um, and there was a rumor that they were going to shut down Beats music um, and the whole Beats brand, basically. And that was quickly refuted by Apple, but for an hour there, I, I had a sinking feeling in my stomach because I was like, well, shit, Beats, like, it's in almost every pop music video we see. It, it's sort of like, you know, in, uh, what's that movie, uh, um, Inception, like a totem. Like, I always look for the for the cell phone that's making the, you know, the Beats playlist or, like, the Beats pill from, like, the Miley Cyrus We Can't Stop video. Um, it's kind of just always there. Um, and I know other brands have trying to kind of experimented with it, but Beats is the one has that one brand that's really kind of laid into it. Um, and you know, it's easy, it's easy to work in. It's it's you know, mm, it's yeah. a music video. You can work in a pair of headphones or a cell phone, you know, and, and the and the music player, especially like you see a, so many music videos where they just use that as a device to start the music. You know, that, what's that recent? It. What's that Chris Myers Polaro video? The oh, the uh, Break Free by Ariana Grande, yeah. where like the last third of the video is basically a commercial <laughs> beats, for Beats headphones. Beats everywhere. <laughs> it's when it's a, it's when it's a different product that it also starts to stand out. I remember if there was a string of music videos that that had plenty of fish product placements in there, oh, and yeah. it would just be like Telephone uh, by Lady Gaga has. That yeah, 
You'd just be like a DJ at a DJ booth, like jamming, and then it like cut to a reverse shot of his computer, and it's got plenty of fish up instead of like some thing that uses to pick music. So uh, look for that. Plenty of plenty of fish. It's plenty of fish to learn. The the phone in this video is the Amazon Fire. Wow, mind blown. They have a phone. That's great. That's advertising in motion. Great for them. What is its like function? Does it just buy things easier or what <laughs> yeah audible the fully functional phone it doesn't it, ah. it's like it's not an android it's not an iphone it's a it's an amazon fire it's nice. an amazon phone weird okay and there's, there's one yeah there's one button and it just buys shit yeah it's just it just one. buys you shit <laughs> They bought, they, they bought up all, all the Motorola chocolates and repurposed them as uh, Amazon phone. Uh, let's let's squeeze in before before we got to take off because I got to uh, finish packing for, to go to Adam Alexander's house. Uh, let's talk about Salu <laughs> games yeah. games for girls. He's by got bagel bites. Bagel, uh, Tim Horton bagel bites. All right, fine. I'll 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 end my boycott of, of Burger King just to eat the bagel bites. Games for girls by. Say Lulu featuring Lindstrom, directed by Dimitri Basil and co-directed by Laura Gorun. Uh, uh, this is a great video, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I loved it for sure. I think I think part of it is is awesome, and another component of it maybe doesn't work quite as well for me. So let's talk about that. What doesn't yeah, work? I want, for you? I want to hear about that now. Okay. Well, I'll just I'll just set it up real quick. So yeah. basically video is uh, the girls from Say Lulu, they go around, I'm not sure what city they're in, um, they're European, so I don't, I'm not sure where they are, but uh, yeah. They're, they're in gonna... uh, Bjorg. Okay, so basically it's, uh, they're going to go around and do like these practical jokes of some type, and uh, the part of the video that social works... Ex- social experiments. Okay, so... Uh, the part of the video that works well for me is that, like, just basically shooting these girls, like, and and the way that they've shot the scenes of the girls it looks like really amazing. Like, that part of it worked really well for me. But the whole practical joke thing kind of it fell flat for me because I didn't really find the gags. Because all it's that. not practical jokes. <laughs> but they're social to- experiments. Those are different things. Like, Explain it. What, what are they doing exactly? I might have missed something. They make a boss. They put it in a museum. For what purpose? They're social. They're like placing themselves. They put up a billboard of themselves. They snuck their record in a record store. And they, it wasn't. Uh, they weren't practical. They weren't practical jokes. This isn't the 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 scary snowman on YouTube. Okay, I just need some more context. I, I whether it's practical jokes or not, what were they trying to? What reaction were they trying to culminate by doing these things? To I don't put get their uh, presence into into these places. Um, well, at least is what I thought they were after. Okay, so uh, for, is that what everyone else pulled from it? Who's whose team is everyone on? I just didn't get part of it. That's all. I, yeah, I no, I, I'm, I'm like, I feel like if they didn't put that text in the beginning, I would, I, 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 w- well, I wouldn't have thought about it so much. I would have been like, oh, this is, I don't even, this video doesn't feel like it fits in any sort of category. I love it because it all feels totally fresh, and I can't even put my finger on what I like yeah, about it. Yeah, they had so many yeah, great shots of the girls. It was just so. And loose. I didn't really get what the point of it was. But then when they put the text before it, you're kind of like, I was looking for some kind of. When I read that thing in the beginning, I was like, okay, this is some kind of like, what like. 
candid camera jackass sort of video. And then I was like, wait, where is? I don't understand what I'm supposed to be looking for. I forgot but, about but that. But it did make me. I don't know. But it did kind of put me in a mindset immediately that I was like waiting for something. I, so I totally get what. I totally yes. get your confusion. <laughs> yeah. But the... I totally. But I think it was successful in that because it, it immediately was like, ooh, what am I? What am I gonna watch here? And then. It I don't maybe know. Maybe never came to yeah, fruition. Maybe, yeah, maybe that was the point. I don't know. Well, the the but, exotic European city that they were traveling around is uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that yeah, was. Yeah, it's LA. totally LA. Right. Yeah. This is exotic yeah. European. City. Yeah, they were in Amoeba. Yeah. Yeah. Exotic, yeah. exotic European downtown LA. Uh, they but just, I been... was wondering when you guys said like European. I'm pretty sure that was Los Angeles. They just um, think because his name is Dimitri, and they're like, "Why? Well, this has got to be European." It's because yeah. it's also how it's shot. It's very like as all Dimitri and Laura's videos are, and they're all fantastic. Um, uh, the Vanja Joy Riptide Flight Facilities Foreign Language um, all really really good videos they all are styled very similar to this and it's just like like I said like a very washed out uh, and like the styling of everybody's clothes is like super cool and something that I could never wear because uh, I'm not a lady and but but like retro styles in everybody's clothing and uh, so that's why it feels European I don't know <laughs> yeah no totally 70s European or something. Yeah. When I think of like Norway or whatever, all I think about is like uh, the ABBA video for Take a Chance on Me, where they're sitting in like <laughs> 70s, like in a room with 70s furniture, listening to an eight track or I don't know, some sort of record. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that uh, it would have been kind of funny if like one of these quote unquote social experiments in the middle was like just like a terrible prank. Like having like handing somebody like a jar that says like peanuts or something and opening it and it's like the snakes fly out right anywhere. or like or like the gum <laughs> the gum that snaps your finger <laughs> or somebody oh, yeah somebody getting that. stuck in a Chinese fire you know right. Chinese uh, uh, finger trap that's, that's At, wait, hold on Adam Alexander if you had to pick one practical joke for this what would it be <laughs> I, I, I don't. That's not, yeah. Adam Alexander yeah. would be the hand buzzer. Hand buzzer. Just a guy running around trying to shake people's hands. Buzz yeah. away. Or the flower that squirts water. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was a fan of the can of snakes. Yeah, can of snakes is pretty classic, yeah. yeah. Let's stop. Okay, that's fun. We, we, uh, we're going to, as much as I like, like the new Drop New York uh, music video, it's animated and fun. Uh, I yeah. I think that one gets um, that that one gets bumped off the show till next week. Um, Should we uh, do some favorites of the week? Yeah, we can we can go around the table, uh, go around the dinner table, and everyone say their favorite music video of the week. Starting with Adam Alexander. Adam Alexander. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, but I did like Yell's video from today for Complet Mafu. That was a, a fun one for sure, as their v- videos usually are. I like the uh, the giant corn on the cob that she rides. That was, uh, Whoa, like I haven't seen visual. that video and you just piqued my interest. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Giant corn, is it like in space or is it just in the atmosphere? Uh, well, it's it's space-like. It's not actually in space, but it's... it's, just, it's uh, and it's, it's stationary, but it looks like it could fly. Hmm. It doesn't. Nice. Yeah, so that that would be uh, one of the notable ones for me this week. Uh, and uh, Jenna, do you have a favorite from this week? Um, well, 
just from the ones that we were talking about, I know that this is weird, but my favorite one is the um, the Tokyo Hotel one. I like that one. So that was what I'm going with. Yeah, I was I was a fan as well. I, I, <laughs> I, I thought the, the composition. I actually like the awesome. styling the best. Yeah, That's what the I like. styling and like the composition <laughs> of everything. I, I don't know. It it just burnt some kind of like. <laughs> like thing in my brain like i you know watching it i don't know i just i just remembered it you know so when you know, said something weird i thought you were gonna say the little wayne video oh no yeah. <laughs> well i mean that elephant thing is kind of weird but it, but it was good weird i guess sweet Fair so home. i'm gonna put you guys down for two votes for elephant ejaculating ping pong balls okay <laughs> um <laughs> no no i definitely agree there that, that out of all the videos like it, and and you're right trip that like the the, the the composition is some of those shots are beautiful. Yeah, it's true. Locations are rad too. I mean, it's especially. I mean, I also like. I mean, we, I know Jen and I come from a background of just like doing everything ourselves, and uh, I, I, I that like guy the, definitely did the it fact all. that guy just went out and produced and shot and edited. Uh, you know, an, an elephant, some kind of character. <laughs> like, ex- I just yeah. wonder where they got that costume made. Yeah, and I, I just think wonder. I just think of that dude out there doing it all himself, and I totally feel for him, and he did a damn good job too. So, yeah, it's it. a very visceral genitals that are on yeah. the elephant. It's, yeah. if, if anyone's it's ever, not... go ahead, trip. Oh, I was just gonna say that all the characters reminded me of some kind of uh, some random character you'd see dancing around and. Job of the Hutt's Palace, you know? <laughs> some shit. Yeah, uh, uh, for for me, four votes. Girl got a gun. If anyone's ever seen Tim and Eric live, especially what they did while they um, they were touring with Awesome Show, they did this. Uh, oh, they would open the show with this bit where they would wear these skin tight suits with these giant dicks on them that looked like <laughs> a dick on that, and they would just scream diarrhea over and over again in a song, diarrhea, and they'd have these weird dicks flopping around, and uh, it's very similar to that, so now you have a, uh, now you know what that's like, seeing Tim and Eric live, live it's insane. Um, so that'll do it, That's that was that's this episode, 120. Right. Oh, I guess nobody wants to know what my favorite is. No, you uh, said, you said. What did I say? You said girl got a gun. No, I didn't say that. No, you did. We ha- I have you down for that. All right, fine. No, but my real favorite is New Dorp, New York. But anyway. Um, okay. That is your favorite? Oh, really? That's we my dro- favorite, yeah. You dropped your favorite off the show. Well, then tell us a little bit about it. Well, New D- So this is... Uh, uh, this artist has an unpronounceable name, so I'm not, not even... Uh, Alexander. Try. It's Subtract. Subtract, there we go. Um, but featuring Ezra uh, Canning from uh, uh, Vampire Weekend, who, for some reason, there are certain bands that I really associate with certain places, and especially with their latest album, Modern Vampires of the City. Um, a lot of their songwriting is focused on New York as a place, a place that Doug is moving to tomorrow. Hey! Um, oh, damn, brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's heading up there from South Florida. Oh, my Florida. God. Um, uh, and nuts. this... And this this song has him featured, but he's the main vocalist on it. Um, and it it is, I don't know. I love this track, and I think that the animation kind of it follows this kind of like fox like creature, kind of crawling over these really industrial ruins. Not maybe not ruins, but just uh, um, uh, settings. And it's a difficult to describe video, but I think it's really beautiful, and I love animated videos. Um, so when I saw this come out, and it's directed by Fonz. Schneiden. Schneiden. Um, so there we go. Yeah, check it out. 
and also the the creature in the video is the creature on the cover of their new album too. Yeah. So that's more more info. Of so Adam Subtract? Yeah. Subtract. Adam's nice. favorite band. He's known about him forever. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great track. I liked it. Sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. Um well, I think that's uh, I think it's what we think we talked about. We covered it. We talked about all the fucked up videos this week as well as the <laughs> awesome videos. Um and uh Jen and Trip, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. Um, and like we mentioned, if you guys want, um, hold on a second. If you want to find us on the internet. No, no, hold on a second. Okay. Um, (laughs) and like we mentioned, if you guys want to check out all the links from this episode, including the video we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, Ropes, um, by Annie Eve, you can go to imvdb.com slash podcast, and this is episode 125. Um... And yeah, and and just a shout out to Mr. Doug Klinger who is moving to New York City from Pompano Beach, Florida. We're gonna get a little more street cred from this podcast. Yeah, Um, Doug is moving up there, and like we mentioned last episode, the podcast will continue on a weekly basis. Uh, So yeah, congratulations to Doug. He's moving up there to start an awesome new job with none other than Vimeo.com. Killer. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Sweet. Um, So yeah, we'll see you guys next week.